Welcome back to That's the T. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. And we are here bringing you football news the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today, it is our week 16 recap episode. And Ryan, weird, I don't want to say it was a weird week, but it made me feel some type of way. It was a lot better than week 15. That was terrible. It was different. It was still different. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't real. It wasn't not real football, but the outcomes were not what I expected again. Happens. Happens all the time. And I mean, I hope week 17 is better. This is like the first time I'm actually going to watch and enjoy week 17 because of the added week, right? Because now and then there's no more. Throwaway. Yeah. And then there's no more playoffs. So then now we can actually chill. Exactly. We can finally take we can finally take a break and not have to talk about 16 games every single week. But with that being said, Ryan, we have to start with game one out of 16 that happened on Thursday night football, which was the last Thursday night football of, of the, the whole year. year. Yeah. Yeah. And my 49ers got embarrassed. They couldn't they couldn't end the game. They couldn't they couldn't seal the game. Two quarters, excuse me. Yeah. I don't understand how it happened. It was like, you know what this reminded me of? What? The Super Bowl. It's the same exact thing. I don't get how it happened, but it ended up like that. Um, and I feel like most of it was attributed to Jimmy Garoppolo. Terrible play in the second half. Apparently he has a thumb injury. So that's okay. something to monitor. Trey Lance might start this week. That is something to keep in mind. I think in terms of other players, though, Jeff Wilson Jr. had a good game. Debo Samuel had a good game. George Kill had a terrible game. Yeah. Two targets or three targets, two receptions, 11 yards. Not something that you like. And in terms of the Tennessee Titans, you got A.J. Brown back. He obviously looked really good. Wide receiver yes. one rest of the way. I don't start any other Titans player outside of that, though. So, but at least, you know, you, you don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo's play. I don't think he's going to come back next season. So it's a, it's a win-win for you, you know? It's a win-win. Yeah. Our next game, the Packers beat the Browns 24-22. to Russell Douglas. He is, uh, he is something else, man. Do you feel bad that he stop originally stop literally was on stop. the Raiders? I didn't even know that. I yeah. only talk about him being on the Cardinals. And I was like, he was like a journeyman very early, early on. I think he got cut before the season even started. That's crazy. and uh, so then he went to Green Bay, and now he's a Pro Bowl alternate. Like fantastic for this man's career, but fumbled the bag again. <laughs> he got two interceptions against the Browns to end their hopes of a comeback. And I think Baker Mayfield's just giving me more evidence to add to my list as to why he is not the answer at QB for Cleveland. You know, it was just missed throws, you know, quote unquote, like, okay, we'll fix them then. <laughs> right. Like, and I feel like that's what people need to understand. Like when this is like your fourth or fifth year, you can't be making these mistakes anymore. I know oh, Jimmy Grapple gets away with it, but that's a different story. Like, like at some point, when you're the number one overall pick in your draft, you can't really have those throws. I think you. The thing is, you can, but the thing is, you can't have them as often as he is having. <laughs> because this is not the first game where it is just missed throws. You know, mm-hmm. we we have this story comes up like probably every month, every other month. Yep. Of where Baker has a bad game. It's like you cannot have bad games. Um, for injuries. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, I think his toe came back or whatever issues. You know, he went to the locker room, but he did not miss a snap. And for fantasy, I don't think anything's affected. No, nothing crazy happened for you to change anything in your lineup. I agree with you. I feel like 
everything that was supposed to go down went down this week. And exactly. You have the same mindset moving forward. Also, I think as the season nears the end, there's not yep. much fantasy implications that will arise or change. Because things are kind of set in stone now for teams. I agree with you. I agree with you. I feel like we're going to talk about that a lot more in the preview episode. But when I was writing mm-hmm. my notes for that, yeah, a lot of my analysis is like, you did this for 16 weeks. It's not yes. going to change suddenly next week. There are a couple of them. but we'll talk Especially about because it's towards the end, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, most teams are either in the playoffs or not. Most players are injured already. They're probably on IR and aren't going to come off on off IR. It's not like and you have and you also yeah. have teams starting random players like Jake from, you know, just to <laughs> see if he he is the guy, you know, yeah, just to get a little taste. And obviously he wasn't, but we'll talk about that too yes, when we we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> Moving on to the Saturday night football game, the Colts win twenty two sixteen against the Cardinals. I was throwing a fit. I was why can you guess okay if you can guess one player i would have in this matchup who do you think i had not chase edmonds not chase edmonds <laughs> for sure because he scored way too many points for you to actually have him and start him no Correct. offense Correct. exactly <laughs> who do you think would underperform and get me heated um sure is on the cardinals is, or is he on the cardinals yes is it, was it James Conner? He, he has a Q next to his name now. It's Matt Prater. Oh, the kicker. Oh, you, you have kicker woes this season, though. It's so It was so bad this year. The kicker woes this year. I started Jason Sanders. He scored zero points. I started Daniel Carlson when he had zero points out mm-hmm. one week. And Matt Prater, I don't know if you watched some of the game. He missed like three kicks. This is a lesson for you to not stream kickers. You do this every year. I see. I don't try to stream kickers. No, no, no. You do because you intentionally go in the draft, not thinking about picking a kicker because you're like, I can grab one later. But Jason Sanders was a Pro Bowl kicker last year, so I'm like, okay, I trust him. Didn't you pick up Young Waku? How how did he do this year? Oh, he okay. He never scored me. Okay, I I want to just say he scored me probably zero just one week out of all weeks. <laughs> Not many kickers do that though. Score score zero points. You're right. You know, you're right. I I may see, but the thing is, I know my mistake. I picked a guy on a team that can't move their offense. I think that was my mistake too. Believing in Jason Sanders oh, like that. Okay. So there okay. you go. Okay. I feel like that was that was my misbelief. I thought that they'd be able to move the ball downfield. Okay. It wasn't like a I'm gonna drop Jason Sanders week two. <laughs> I, I committed. I okay. seriously commit. And I, 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 will, I will own up to it. Misjudgment there. Matt Prater, I liked. Misjudgment there. I thought they would move the ball. And they did. Apparently, their placeholder, their little hold, kick holder. <laughs> the kick holder. Yeah. The punter. <laughs> yeah. COVID. And I was like, that's fine. I don't care about Andy Lee. I mean, I have Matt Prater. Little did I remember that he holds the ball. Wait, Andy Lee? Wait, isn't that the team with two kickers? No, no. Or... Andy Lee only punts and holds wait the ball or yeah he only punts and, and he holds the ball on field goals. Oh okay okay I, I got it now my, my brain got mixed up for a second. I was thinking of like the teams where the kicker only kicks field goals and he doesn't handle kickoffs. I think it's like Adam Vinatieri when he was playing it's Adam Vinatieri, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of odd, but okay. So, Sorry, yeah. go ahead. You know what? I'm just gonna move on though, because we shouldn't talk about kickers for five minutes, but it's okay. 
I let out a lot of anger. Jonathan Taylor had probably his worst game of the year, oh, which is worse because yeah, quote unquote air quotes. <laughs> yeah, 108 yards on 27 carries. You still start him, right? So bad. So, so bad, right? Um, also, I think you have to start Michael Pippen too. Had a decent game. Carson Wentz, he has a tough matchup this week. So we'll talk about that next episode. But the Cardinals, that's crazy. They've lost three straight. I don't know. I, it's crazy to see how hard they fell and people are attributing it to like, oh, they don't have DeAndre Hopkins. But I feel like it's part of like their play calling too. I feel like sometimes they're a little too passive and sometimes I think they're a little too aggressive. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they need to do to fix it, but they just need to fix it. They need to fix it. <clears throat> Another team that can't fix it because uh, they have some quarterback issues is the Ravens. They lost to the Bengals 21-41. to 41. Did you think Burrow was capable of throwing for over 500 yards and four TDs? Because I, yes. I really didn't expect. See, I expected the four TDs, but come on, like 500 yards? It's like, that's like a six of some other quarterback seasons. <laughs> like, it, it, it's kind of oh. crazy. You know, but yeah, I mean, sure, the Ravens didn't have a secondary, but still exciting to see uh, Joe Burrow do that much damage through the air. I think the game was pretty one sided the whole way because Baltimore was forced to start their third string QB, Josh Johnson. For injuries, nothing crazy. Fantasy wise, T. Higgins. Thank you. I think he is literally taking over this offense. Thank you. He has more receptions than Chase and Boyd combined in this game. Thank you. It is insane. Insane. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. insane. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm Anything so you happy. like to say about T. Higgins? I love T. Higgins so much. He, I tell you this every year. I have a wide receiver who pans out yes. later on, and it'll make sense. And T. Higgins was my guy this year. I'm so happy to see him thrive. He's That's a good because he's scoring extra points for you to make up for your kicker woes. Exactly. Exactly. Puts you back on par with everybody. Yeah. He, he's I'm super kidding. good. It's, it's crazy because I still think coming into the draft next year, those there will probably be like a 11 pick difference between Chase and Higgins. And I would still take Higgins all the way over Chase. I feel like, okay, I don't want to speculate too much just now because it's a recap episode, but last year's fantasy, do you think this could be like a Tyler Lockin DK Metcalf situation where people are just like, both both receivers will perform, but they're just kind of taking their picks on who will do better because yeah. that's Jamar Chase and Higgins. I think it's going to be more similar to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And you oh. need to figure out who will be the Cooper Cup next year. Good luck. Good luck. Because you're right. They're going to be right next to each other, right? You just mm-hmm. never know who you don't know who uh, Joe Burrow will have that connection with. Exactly. But yeah, um, moving on, though, we have the Buffalo Bills who scored 33 against the Patriots, who only scored 21 points. I feel like Buffalo really exploited the Patriots. They did. They did. I just feel you bad for Bill. It's, it's two, <laughs> two games in a row, man. Come on. <laughs> and I think the worst part is that they got exposed in different ways. Last week, it was the run. Mm-hmm. This week, it was the pass. I don't get it. I Not that I don't get it, but like, come on, Bill. You can't just shut down one one part of the offense and shut down both part works <laughs> both down josh allen though he dominated he had a really good game scored over 30 fantasy points devin singletary seems to be like the running back to have in the bills offense even though i still don't trust any of them i feel like they just passed too much yeah it's like the, the last the last time these two teams played was that wind game right or that windy game correct. Okay, correct. got it 
because that 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 feels like it was really recent too super recent yeah 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 that was like only like two or three weeks ago yeah um mm-hmm. in terms of fantasy though there was what no gabriel davis and there was also no cole beasley so isaiah mckenzie decides to go off yeah not dawson knox no, 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 not Dawson Knox. Why yeah. would it be Dawson Knox now? You know, you would think he'd do, he'd do better with players out, but, you know, he kind of just turned in a very subpar game. Exactly. You know what's funny? I think when they played, Dawson Knox had a decent game. So I think mm-hmm. this this time when, the, when they played the Patriots, the Patriots Dawson should, should have Dawson Knox. Yes, yes. You know, totally forgot about the man Stephon Diggs, you know? They heard mm-hmm. no Beasley, no Davis, oh, no wide receivers. Must be Knox. Must be Knox. But yeah, that's all I have for the Bills and Patriots. All right, moving on. We got the Falcons beating the Lions 20 to 16. The Lions actually played without Jared Goff because he was on the uh the vid list. However, they managed to keep up with uh starter Matt Ryan and his posse. And I say posse because I don't think anyone thinks highly of the Falcons right now. But Detroit, they even converted a fake punt. It was pretty pretty nice. And I feel like this is kind of like outside of this game. I feel like we've been seeing more fake punts this season and like more of those gimmicky plays. 100%. It's very odd. I don't know why it's coming. It's like, it feels like it's like college football is getting put into the NFL now. Isn't it funny that we see it more after Urban Meyer left? Ah. <laughs> true, true. You know, the funny thing is, though, I feel like it's just the bad teams that do this. I mean, shout out to the Jets and the Lions because you saw the Jets, you know, they did like that lateral pass or like backwards pass like 10 yards and they somehow got like gained 30 or whatever, like yeah. last week or something. Yeah, it it, it's always the bad teams and the Chiefs. The Chiefs love doing this too. <laughs> and the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. They, they managed to win. Um, no fantasy inter- injuries here. For fantasy, I say we cannot ignore Amon Ross St. Brown. Amon. Another big week, nine catches for 91 yards. Literally, I think no one expected this out of Amon Ra. I think I think the most important part to talk about this. Jared Goff didn't throw the ball at him. Yeah, it was Tim, Tim Boyle. Boyle. Yeah. Tim Boyle was able to get the ball to Amon Ra St. Brown. It must mean something. I feel like Amon, Amon Ra St. Brown it would be a good player to talk about next year. I feel like so. he might be in that range along with like Elijah Moore. No, I feel like actually, yeah, Elijah Moore did kind of pop off for a while until he got injured. Until he got injured, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. So just something to consider moving on. I guess now that we're talking about uh, Elijah Moore, it's the Jets who won against the Jaguars 26-21. What an accomplishment. What an accomplishment. I don't know if there's much to talk about for this game. I'm just going to hop straight into the injuries. Because there's one big injury that happened. It's James Robinson tore yes. his Achilles in the game. In the game, you know what's crazy? They immediately ruled it. Like out Achilles. Yeah. Oh. Like they were still playing the game. They're like, yeah, he tore his Achilles. How, how, how do you know? Like, is it one of those things where you look at it and you're like, oh, yep, yep, torn, torn Achilles? I think it's one of those things where you like feel it and it's just like, oh, no bump. It's like, oh. where's your Achilles? Do you know, Doctor? So it's right above. What, what is your Achilles like? Well, what, what does this thing do? It's the part that helps you uh, move your ankle around. You'll feel it move when you like wiggle your ankle around. Oh, so it's the like a, that, like, it's extends. like a weird line. Yeah, it connects like it's like the muscle that connects your 
your ankle to like your leg. Oh, so that one's gone. Oh, it's probably because you, you're there telling James Charles, hey, can you can you move your ankle? And he's like, I am. It's not. And then like, they're like, it's not going. And like, <laughs> exactly. Ah. Torn, like it's like one of those like, just dangles. Like, yeah, just dangles. Like, I'm like moving up now. And you're like, yeah, I am. <laughs> it's not going. <laughs> it's just not going. But yeah, so real talk though, James Robinson now with his torn Achilles, it's pretty bad. And I feel like again, this is this is something that we're going to talk about in the future because Travis Etienne oh, now has bad. a role in the start for a starting gig. But the thing is, will the next coaching, I don't know, what do you call it, staff? Co- yeah, the, will the next coaching staff? like Travis Etienne <laughs> because so, didn't Urban Meyer publicly come out and was like yeah we wanted uh Kadarius Tony and then the Giants took Kadarius Tony so we took Travis Etienne like <laughs> way to make him feel like like crap yeah I feel like they're gonna ship one running back I think the I, I think the real goal if James Robinson was healthy was to ship James Robinson I say you still ship James Robinson why not who's gonna take him with his 20 killies Okay, in that case, then you keep him. And then now you mm-hmm. you you put him back to the backup role or goal line back. Literally or use him as a goal line back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think if Cam because Cam Akers mm-hmm. is playing this week, and if he looks bad, James Robinson trade value. <laughs> no, but the thing is, Sony Michelle's not bad. That's that's also a thing too. We'll talk about that too. Okay. I'm okay. so surprised about the Rams backfield. I I don't know. He's gonna make a lot of money though. But yeah. Um, that's pretty much everything that I have for the Jets and Jaguars. You don't really want to start anyone anymore. I know what Dare Ogulare, they're the backup running back for the Jaguars. Oh, uh, yeah, Ojulare or something, yeah, something like something that. Like yeah, that. I'm probably watching his name. Don't start him. He's playing the Patriots next week. Yeah, just do, do not, do not, don't, don't be, don't be cute about it. But yeah, yeah. that's all I have. All right, this is a, an upset game, and I don't think anyone uh, expected this upset oh, no. game. Texans <laughs> being the Chargers, 41-29. to 29. Uh, I think the Rex Burkhead we knew in New England a couple years back, he showed up to this game. He rushed for 149 yards and two TDs. And if that isn't enough, the Chargers also helped the Texans by turning the ball over three times. Uh, I mean, the Chargers did play without Joey Bosa, Eckler and Mike Williams, but I think the Texans also had a bunch of players out. Some notable ones were Brandon Cooks and their center. And for injury news, Philip Dorsett got injured. If you somehow are rostering him, <laughs> yeah, I, there was literally no other offensive injuries. <laughs> that was fantasy related. Uh-huh. That's fine. Yeah. Another weird game to talk about. Yeah, the Texans and the Chargers. Another weird game to talk about, too. The Rams and the Vikings. Yes. I don't even know where to start with this game. Well, I guess I do. Matthew Stafford had a really bad game. Three interceptions, one fumble, terrible. I started him when I need him the most. I think the second most shocking thing, which is something I got wrong on Twitter, I talked about. I talked to people about this because you're like, do I start Sony Michelle? Okay. And I said no. You should not start Sony Michelle because I think Daryl Henderson will still have a role. I was so wrong. Wait, someone asked you this on Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So wrong. It was Very like, wrong. oh, should I start like Michelle, Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson? And mm-hmm. I was like, you start Gibson if he's oh, thinking no, no, like you start Michelle. I should have. He should have started Michelle. That's on me though. He's the featured running back. And I think I thought last week it was because like, oh, he had COVID, like, you know, takes time to kind of recover from that. No, yeah. he 
he lost a starting job and he's also kind of hurt too. So he's mm-hmm. questionable for next week. I think if you have Sony Michelle, you start him moving forward. On the flip side, Alexander Madison started this game because Dalvin Cook was on the COVID list and he had a decent game. He had a rushing touchdown as well. For Dalvin Cook, I'm nervous because I feel like every player who's on the COVID list, when they come back, they have a bad game. Okay. okay. Oh, Mari Cooper. Takes time Mary for Well, uh, Mari Cooper, I think, is like the anomaly. He he has other issues going on in Dallas. Tyreek Hill. Ty- oh, yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He's another notable one. Okay. And then um, that's, that's why I'm a little I buy nervous. It. I buy it. Okay. So, yeah, that's, I feel that's all the fantasy implications of this game. You still have to start your people, though. Start your stats. Our next game, we have the Eagles beating the Giants 34 to 10. It was a big man touchdown game. Lane Johnson caught a TD pass from Jalen Hurts, and they exchanged jerseys after the game. And uh, I feel like you just love to see it when a player who doesn't normally catch a TD you know, gets their shot at catching exactly. a TD, and they don't drop it either. They actually catch yeah. it uh-huh. better than some wide receivers. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. For the Giants, uh, Jake started the game and got benched pretty quickly. He threw for 25 yards before he got benched. And or he, uh, rather, or should I say, like he only managed to throw for 25 yards, and then he got benched. Mike Glennon came in; he assumed QB duties. Uh, the Giants are just a hot mess right now without Daniel Jones. For fantasy, uh, just sit Saquon, just just do it. Like I understand you picked him really high, but just sit him. You know it's crazy because I think Devontae Booker scored more points than him. Yeah, Devontae Booker is getting more. Like, he's doing more with the carries, the, the, the lesser amount of carries he's getting. He's literally the Tony Pollard. Honestly, that's the other hot take, too. Because, you know, the, 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 the hot take in the past couple of weeks was Tony Pollard's better than Ezekiel Elliott. Now it's like Devontae Booker is better than Saquon. You're not wrong. And I don't, I think this is like his, this is his fourth year. I think it's his contract year. And I know for a fact Booker isn't bad either because Booker was on the Raiders last year. And he did good. He was a and he filled in, he, he did Jacobs. fine, yeah. So mm, I don't know. Good uh, luck. Good luck. Good luck, Charlie, for that one. But moving on to the Buccaneers and the Panthers. Can the Buccaneers win 32 to 6? They pro- they won pretty handily, excuse me, with Tom Brady barely doing any of the work. Not gonna lie. Mm. I mean, he got what one passing touchdown, and that was to Antonio Brown, who had a field day. 10 receptions on 15 targets, 101 yards. Pretty good. AB. AB, yeah. Ronald Jones and Keyshawn Fawn. Not Lenny. Not Lenny, but they still got the job done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm impressed. I think you have to start Ronald Jones. He plays the Jets. You have to start him, right? What's wrong with Lenny? I'm a little behind Ankle. on Lenny. Uh, He's out. But Ronald Jones, like I feel like... This is the same guy that couldn't learn the playbook, right? Yes, but apparently he did. Okay, as long as he did now. Then, yeah, you may as well start him. But Keyshawn Vaughn, I don't like how Keyshawn Vaughn is there. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's definitely a thorn for mm-hmm. Ronald Jones. They're talking about, like, if Ronald Jones fumbles the ball. Keyshawn Vaughn's coming. Keyshawn, Keyshawn Vaughn's job. It, it, it's risky. <laughs> it's risky, but may as well. You could take the risk, though, if you need. If, if needed. If you need it. In terms of the Panthers, don't start anyone. No, just nobody. No. It's the Panthers are going to be a very interesting team to talk about too next year. Yeah, because even with Christian McCaffrey, I don't think they got it. Their quarterback scored a combined seven fantasy points. 
which was half than what Tom Brady had. And they wanted to get rid of Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. We can move on to the next game. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, we got the Bears and the Seahawks, potentially. I think this could be another upset, maybe upset number two. The Bears beat the Seahawks 25-24. to 24. I think Nick Foles is kind of weird. He won the Super Bowl a few years ago and is now a career backup again. And every time he's asked to like fill in for a week, he does fine. But when he's asked to fill in for an extended period of time, he's not fine. But either way, he, he, got, he got a 50-50 ball to Jimmy Graham and converted a two-point conversion to win the game. Uh, and I think I might be wrong, but this could have been the first snow game of the season. Yes. Correct. Yeah. It snowed for about half a game. So that was pretty cool to see. And for Seattle, DK also came back in terms of like fantasy relevance with a 41-yard TD, I think, mm-hmm. to start off in the first quarter. I think that's a fluke. Don't, 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 don't make anything out of that. And Rashad Penny is doing good on the ground. The resurgence of Rashad. I am. There's another interesting one. If Chris Carson's healthy, do you draft any Seattle running back? I think it's tough because for some reason, Penny is deciding to have a late season surge and Chris Carson is like injury prone as hell every single season. I feel like it's one of those things where you have to get both. And if you don't, you, you look dumb. <laughs> yeah. But see, I just, I, I just have a feeling that they'll do like some like two headed running back type of deal. Okay. Like, cause I think similar- they'll use Chris Carson for the passing game. Cause he's really good in the passing game. Mm, that's true. That's true. And from the coaching perspective, they, they would probably think that's really beneficial is because now Chris Carson has limited snaps, like, so that he won't have as many chances to get injured. True. I think the, the flip side goes to Richard Penny, too, because I feel like they want him to be the workhorse back, but he always gets injured. Yeah. But he's a really good pure runner. So, yeah, maybe it's going to be like Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. Hopefully, if Pete Carroll gets his way. Pete Carroll's not going to get the spot. <laughs> if he's not getting his way, then you can't expect to be. Cleveland because Pete Carroll is probably dying to be on that offense right now <laughs> because he gets to run the ball like 30 times a game. I agree with you. Yeah. I... <sighs> Seattle is another very interesting team to talk about. We'll, we'll look at them. We'll look at them. Two really interesting teams to talk about in the offseason. We're going to breeze through a couple more games. The Raiders and the Broncos. The Raiders win 17 to 13 against the Broncos. Fantastic. Are you really happy you beat the Broncos though? Is that really an accomplishment right now? You know, we look at the bigger, the grand scheme of things. And because of this win, it allowed us to be back into the playoff race. Okay. If we win out, we, we make it. And we can talk about that in the preview episode. But if we win out, we'll make it. Ooh, good for you. Very good. Very good. So, yeah, beating the Broncos is not an accomplishment, but it's one step towards a better future. I, I could kind of see that. Okay, that's fine. I. I will say I do like the Raiders just a bit. Of course, Hunter Renfro scores his touchdown when Always. I don't start him again. Always when I, of course, when I start him, didn't score. When he says Hunter Renfro is actually getting so many targets. He's trying to get paid. He's trying to get. I paid. think he will. He's really sure. he's he's a really good pure route runner. I like that a lot. Josh Jacobs had a pretty good game. He had one fumble, but he did run the ball really well. One hundred twenty nine yards on the ground. In terms of the Broncos, my hot take for this is that Drew Lockton didn't lose the game for Denver. It's terrible play calling. <laughs> they couldn't establish the run, which is their bread and butter. Didn't they have the like Raiders less than 30 yards or something? Yeah. Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon had seven carries and eight of four rushing yards. Yeah, yeah. 
so y'all did really good. I feel like that's kind of where the struggles came, you know, establish the run, put a lot of pressure on Drew Locke. It's a recipe for them to lose. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, though, don't start any pass catchers on Denver. And I think for the Raiders, you start Josh Jacobs and you start Hunter Renfro. Yeah. And I think you should be more comfortable starting Hunter Renfro because Darren Waller is now on the bid list. He cannot play. Or I, I don't think. Or maybe he could clear it. I don't know. But he was play signed today. Mm-hmm. Still staying in the AFC West, the Chiefs beat the Steelers 36 to 10. I think this game was just horrible, just outright bad. The Steelers' offense is incapable of doing anything. Uh, I think they look like us when we try to uh, run some practice plays in the field, if not worse. Steeler fans are still mad at Chase Claypool and his bow and arrow, and also his drop passes in the game. I think the Steelers could be the new Raiders. If anything, they fall down. Uh, they kind of like they they crumble down the stretch as the season progresses, and this happened last season with the Steelers too. And I think it's just a repeat this year. Injury, um, we got Ceh exited the game with a collarbone injury and is now week to week. It is bruised. Fantasy wise, it's been a slow year for Tyreek Hill, but Byron Pringle stood out this game with two TDs, six yeah. receptions and seventy six yards. I was very surprised. Very good for Byron Pringle. I mean especially with Tyreek Hill kind of like in and out of the game because of COVID. Pretty, pretty good. Someone needs to be a wide receiver too in that offense. Moving on to a team that has no wide receiver too. Mm -hmm. It's the Washington football team. Ryan's shaking his head. I'm shaking my head too. They scored 14 points, which is okay. They scored more than a couple of teams. But, but, comma, the Cowboys dropped 56 on them. What forty nine of them were in the first half? Yeah, it, it was it was very bad. Terrible, such a terrible performance from the Washington football team defense. Dak Prescott looked really well. He had four passing touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott looked pretty good as well. He had one rushing touchdown. I think the star of the show for a lot of people was Dalton Schultz. He had a really good game. Was at nine targets, eight receptions, eighty yards, and a receiving touchdown. Pretty pretty good. For Washington, you start Antonio Gibson, and that's pretty much it. I'm aware Terry McLaurin's still healthy. You don't start him. For Dallas, you start everyone. Yes. Uh, besides Amari. You start everyone. Oh, okay. Okay. You start everyone, then. i still be cautious with Amari. But, okay. Last game of the week, Monday night, the Dolphins and the Saints. The Dolphins beat the Saints 20-3. to I'm not sure if anyone else expected anything different from the Saints offense because they kind of struggled with James Winston, the starter. They struggled mm-hmm. with Taysom Hill, their second guy. They struggled with Trevor Simeon, their third guy. You insert the fourth guy, Ian Book, still no good. I don't know what the like did someone think the fourth, like the fourth time is the charm or something? I don't know. But Miami continues to find their rhythm. Waddle is the main guy in the passing game, and they have a three-headed guy at running back. I think it's very much of a committee now between Gaskins, Philip Lindsay, and there's one Duke more name Johnson. I'm missing. Duke. <laughs> Duke Johnson out of Miami. Apparently they're Duke so Johnson. happy to have him play for the Miami Dolphins that he just had to be the starter. Miles I'm just saying it's a heard. very even committee. It's too even. <laughs> it's actually very even. It's not even riding the hot hand. Oh, yeah. It's communism. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. But that's all I have. That's all I have, too. So to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening. And may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we review week 
uh, that would be week 17, right? Correct. Of the NFL regular season. And that's the T. And that's the T. Take care, y'all.